You're listening to the 12 Days of Crusade Miss 2020, brought to you by the Longbox Crusade. On the first day of Christmas, my true love sent to me a partridge in a pear tree. On the second day of Christmas, my true love sent to me On the third day of Christmas, my true love sent to me Three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree On the fourth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me My true love sent to me The Spider-Man 2099. Hello and welcome to the very first day of the 12 days of Crusademus for 2020. Here we are in December, cold outside and people are bundled up and packages are being handed from one person to another. Anyway, welcome back. The Longbox Crusade is happy to bring you back to Crusademus. The 12 days of Crusademus, of course, is our gift to the podcast community to celebrate the holiday season. We're celebrating this joyous season by sharing with you some comic book titles that may have gotten by you in the past. Each day of the 12 Days of Crusademus, we'll bring you a hidden gem of a comic series brought to you either by one of our holly jolly co-hosts or one of our podcast celebrity guests. Until we get all the way to December 25th, Christmas Day, I have the honor of being your host for this very first day of Crusademus. I am Jared Ulrich, the yard sale artist, a.k.a. Death Probe. And here are the gingerbread men joining me for today's unwrapping. Me, <laughs> Pat, you seem very excited to be a gingerbread man, so I'll introduce you first. Founder of the network, Pat Sampson, DJ Cristados. Merry Christmas, Pat. Merry Christmas, Jared, and to all everyone out there. You know, uh, I'm glad you did me first because you know I really can't stay. It's cold outside. I gotta go. I gotta go away. But it's cold outside. This evening has been so very nice. Oh, wait, wait. My mother will start to worry. (laughs) Are are you guys about to hook up? I'm very confused. What's in this drink? (laughs) The neighbors might think. (laughs) Oh, Jared, you know, like you said, it's cold outside. Yeah, it is cold outside. And with that, let's check in with my brother from my actual mother. It's Jason, the weasel skull, the Christmas weasel. Albrecht, welcome back to Crusademus. Oh, man, it feels like it never left. Christmas coming 12 days away. This is 12 days, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Okay. All right. So um, hello, everybody. Glad to be here. Can't really talk. I got to go over here, uh, move a coffee table because... I'm expecting some big presents this year under the Crusade Mystery. Mm. One big present in particular. <laughs> it never stops. It never stops. <laughs> I'm just afraid there's not enough room for the present that I'm anticipating. Is no, it the same Jason, one I want? <laughs> Jason, what it could present be. is it? What's that? What present is it? 
Well, it's like I say, you guys were so great to get me a Sky Striker last year, but I don't have anything to put the Sky Striker on. And so, <laughs> that's what, what I want. better to put a Sky Striker? Well, maybe we can share. I'd be willing to share with you, Pat. We can. Oh, be awesome. I'll, I'll take possession of the Sky or the, the USS flag on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. <laughs> And you get it on Tuesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays, mm-hmm. and Sundays are rest day. <laughs> oh, maybe we can put it down in the basement. That's a terrible uh, idea. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on, let's check in with our other co-host, Delvin, the dark web, Felix Leiter, Pop Pop Piss, Silver Hands, the hot thing, Williams. Welcome back to Crusades. Yeah, and Merry Christmas, Jared. And I had a whole bit lined up ready for how you know, much quieter it was because we didn't have to hear Jason griping about a Sky Striker. And here he comes with the flag. Flag, 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 flag. <laughs> that bit is ruined. It's done already one day in. So no bits for Delvin this day. Hang it up. All Just right. I'll, uh, I'll do my best to find a flag at a yard sale sometime this year. Not that we're recording in January at all, but. <laughs> oh. Why would we do that? I, I, I don't know. Well, also joining us around the fire with hot cocoa in hand is our special guest for this episode. You probably know him from our basement, where he records the podcast Fan Film Fridays when he's not working on his coffee and comics podcast. It's live from the basement. We almost invited him up to sit around with hot cocoa in him and all that, but we actually didn't. He's in the basement. <laughs> we're, we're electronically connected. It's Clinton Robinson. Welcome, Clinton. Hey, thanks. That's um, enough. Okay, moving on to... Know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've been down here 10 years already, right? And you're just now inviting me up? Yeah, I, we actually did vote, and uh, you were allowed to come up with a... It was a vote of three to one. We won't say who voted against you. It was Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Me and Sean are tied. Oh, wait, it's three to two, then. <laughs> uh, but, but by the way, Pat, you might want to check those uh, shipments to Mongo. Sean got in them. Okay, I, I better. I, I kind of lend him a crowbar. Sorry, <laughs> I told you just to. He got you that way too. He did the same thing to me. Came so, up, hey, I need to borrow a crowbar, and I give it to him like an idiot every time. <laughs> Am I reading the situation correctly? This means Pat and Sean are doing regular business out of the basement, but yet mm-hmm. somehow not letting Clinton out <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> It's a delicate thing that we do. You know what? I have I, usually I, have I, I send Mary I send Mary Jane down there oh, the to distractor. keep him distracted. Yep, right. And then Sean, that's why I say I'm surprised Sean opened the boxes because he knows we have a certain amount of time from point A to point B that we can do this in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how I do with my cats too to make sure distract <laughs> them while I'm trying to go outside if I don't want them out. I'll have to talk to Mr. Connery about that. All right, so you're using MJ's distraction. So, mm-hmm. Clinton, yeah. get yourself checked, man. Gonosifer <laughs> herpes. <laughs> Pretty sure you've got gonosifer herpes. Is that what the hell was running around the basement? I thought it was like a, a living <laughs> slime. Elven science if experiment's start, gone wrong. If you start growing a, a horn out of your forehead in orangapod. Orangapod. Unless that's something you want for Christmas, a ring Oh, if you want to see a horn growing, I can show you that. <laughs> Jared, you, you should probably take the show back. Yeah, I got someone get Sean another eggnog, and we'll go back to Clinton. 
Come Clinton, over what, here, uh, what do you got gift wrapped in that stocking you've got there? As you may have heard in the singing intro today, it is a Spider-Man 2099, which means we're unwrapping... I brought my own sound effects. Spider-Man 2099, number three, from the 1992 Marvel Comics series. Now, for a brief history on the series and creators, and by brief, I mean the Jason version. Oh, damn So not brief at all. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm no Delvin, so. I'm going to head over to the kitchen area and get some of those little Debbie's Christmas tree cakes. (laughs) Tree cakes. Go ahead with your two two for Jason. Okay, got it. Go ahead with your history. All right, so Spider-Man 2099 was the launch title of Marvel's 2099 Storyverse. The book was the love child of writer Peter David and artist Rick Leonardi. 2099 is a Blade Runner-esque techno-future after the heroic age is over and megacorporations run the world. So basically now without all the fun tech. Spider-Man himself is Miguel O'Hara, a geneticist of Irish and Mexican descent who lives in Nueva York with his holographic digital assistant, Lila. He works on experiments to rewrite DNA to mimic the powers of the original Spider-Man. In an effort to rewrite his own DNA to cure himself of drug addiction, because it was edgy, Miguel is accidentally used as an unwilling test subject to the Spider-Man DNA rewrite. His powers are similar to the original, but he has variations on the powers like organic webbing, hint, hint, this does come up in other Spider-Man franchises later, and razor-sharp talons. The original series ran for 46 issues and one annual. There have been two other volumes of Spider-Man 2099 in more recent years, chronicling Miguel's adventures in both the future and the modern era. Spider-Man 2099 is also featured in the post-credits sequence of the movie Into the Spider-Verse, proving that the character still retains popularity 25-plus years later. Jason, the Christmas tree cakes are out. We got the brownies. Is that okay? (laughs) I guess it's going to have to be, isn't it? I don't know who ate all the cake. I'll look into it. Is he still Uh, doing his thing? Yeah, he's still going. Okay, I'll I'll be... Okay, proceed. Red (laughs) 2. So some of the main reasons I love this book are, well, Young Me was always a sucker for good sci-fi. This book hit me at a very early time in my collecting life, and I was completely drawn in by the Marvel in the Future concept. I enjoy variations on Spidey, and there were a number of ways this one felt same but different. It was slightly edgier, but without the 90s extreme coming into play. New powers to learn, new villains to experience, plus that costume was and still is awesome to look at. So have any of you read Spider-Man 2099 before? Jason? No, to be honest, when the 2099 titles came out, I thought it was very gimmicky and I avoided them like the plague. Milk or no milk? What a jerk. Milk, please. Okay. Okay. What about you? Uh, Jerry, can you get me one of the, the log roll over there? With the, the nut roll? Yeah, yeah. yeah the D's nuts roll? <laughs> or the milk and the no milk? With milk, please. Okay, don't eat anything. I, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Just, just want to get a show done here. Okay. okay. He's counting calories. Well, uh, Clinton, I, Clinton, I'm glad you asked. Um, yes, I have read a few 2099 Spider-Mans before. Okay, so... Hey, Jared, Jared. I'm back. I got your next for everybody. Um, 2099. Uh, Can you give me like a brief history of it? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So 2099. (laughs) Okay. 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 No, I I very like Dabble. Maybe like an issue here or there didn't really stick with me. 
In fact, I know the character best from playing him in the video game uh, Edge of the Universe. I think it was called PlayStation 3. Anybody got me on that? Edge of Time. It's called Edge of Time. Ah, okay. And you get to play various versions of Spidey, and there's a lot of it that has to do with 2099. So that's where I get most of my familiarity from is a video game. Delvin, I got the Christmas tree cakes. You okay. wanted two, right? Sure, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. Got to log it in. So I guess that just leaves Delvin. Have you read any of Spider-Man 2099, my 90s loving friend? Yes, I absolutely have heard of Spidey 2099. So we are off to a great start for the same as 2020, baby. I've heard of a title. Meow, 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 meow. I do. And, and, and much like uh, one of the bosses in Office Space uh, and Michael Bolton, I celebrate the whole catalog. And I have it in my own collection personally. Oh, we got the nice. run. I do. Yeah, it's cool. Okay, so for today's episode, I asked the boys to read Spider-Man 2099 number three because, well, because Spider-Man 2099 number three wraps up the origin of our hero. We get a good overall showcase of the world of 2099. Miguel's personality and powers are both shown in pretty decent effect. And we get a pretty good feel for what Peter David's writing and Rico Leonardi's art will be like going forward. So now I guess I talk for another 10 minutes and everyone just goes to sleep. Okay, that's cool. I mean, I can even have one. And that's the episode, huh? <laughs> Those, Christmas, <laughs> Those Christmas cakes sit heavy. So yeah. i tell you what. Uh, I got a sugar I'll, high right now. <laughs> yeah. I'll tee you up. Could you possibly give us a quick summary of this particular issue that you brought with you to Crusaders as a sampling of the entire run? I can certainly do that for the low, low price of twenty ninety nine. No, no, no. Wow, that was like the most falling flat joke ever. No, we've had worse. Okay. Oh, far, far worse. <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> twenty ninety nine is the. It's we're gonna party like it's right. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Ah, okay. Okay, so Spidey 2099, number three, was published on January 1st, 1993, so it was a New Year's baby. story is called Nothing Gained, written by Peter David, pencils by Rick Leonardi, inks by Al Williamson, colors by Noel Giddings, and letters by Rick Parker. So we open up with Miguel continuing to recount his origin to Lila. This does Miguel not look like two minutes. Nothing <laughs> looks like two minutes. Don't how let do him you bully you. Two Keep minutes. going, Clinton. Keep how going. How do you see two minutes? Okay. Miguel describes how the worshippers of Thor showed up to try and save Spider-Man from the cyborg bounty hunter adventure. Needless to say, the Thorites fare about as well as Sean Connery trying to resist Mary Jane's siren song. Venture takes the opportunity to eliminate a Thorite nuisance, which spurs Spider-Man into action despite the constant itching in Spidey's forearms. I hear you get that from spending the night. Ne- never mind. <laughs> John Connery also knows about the itching after a night with Mary Jane. I thought we got everybody enough cream to uh. take care of that. But anyway, go on, Clint. Miguel races back to his apartment, smashes in, gives Lila a specific message to say, which becomes a recurring plot bit in the future subplots, and leaps out the window. Eat your heart out, Peter Parker. Spider-Man and Venture do a lot of the chase banter repeat cycle, but Venture manages to get the better of Miguel, tie him up, and haul him across the skies, Green Goblin style. 
back at the apartment, Miguel's brother Gabriel comes looking for him. Lila gives the same message Miguel told her to say, then gives Gabe enough information for him to start putting some pieces together. Sometimes you just can't trust your advanced futuristic technology. Meanwhile, Venture is reporting the capture to Tyler Stone, head of Alchemix, and Miguel's boss. This provides a distraction for Spidey to use his talents to cut through the bindings, and he tussles with Venture again. Venture manages to grab Spidey's arms right where they've been itching, causing a giant glob of webbing to hit him in the eyes. The two land in the street, and Venture rips the webbing from his eyes, which also removes his enhanced optics. He essentially like me without his glasses now. Spidey gets the better of Venture, shreds his mechanical leg, and shoves Venture's staff into it, short-circuiting the cyborg. We return to the framing part of the story where Miguel wraps up his story to Lila, highlighting his powers and where he stands with his supporting cast. The issue ends on a cliffhanger with a knock on the door from Tyler Stone, demanding they talk about Spider-Man. So, what did you guys think about this issue? Let's start with Delvin, because nobody else read it. I did. I certainly read it. I'm, I'm, I feel like the star pupil of the class today. It's me. It's me. Is the summary <laughs> over? Yeah. You got your snacks. You, you said you'd be quiet if you got your snacks. Sorry. Proceed. All right. There were instances in this book. I haven't looked at this book. Who knows how long? Came out in 93 and it's 2020. That was 2070. Oh, my God. I'm so old. <laughs> <laughs> so long ago. In opening the book, looking at some of these images of Spider-Man 2099, goodness, it pops. Whoever designed that costume, if it was Rick Leonardi, if it was Peter David who had a hand in it, that costume is beautiful and it just completely stands out and works there are a few splash pages where it actually did take my breath away peter david and the storyline i don't even need to talk about peter david Longbox crusade we highly think of peter david and his writing is just impeccable superb there's always action and humor and advancement of plot the plot usually has a great payoff nothing bad at all to say i enjoyed this look back into the 90s and this look back into my collection as well. Alrighty, so let's pass it over to Pat. Pat. Yeah, I'm going to kind of agree with Delvin on this as well, too. It was nice to kind of get back into this. Back in the day when this came out, I was collecting it because it was like the new thing. And I'm like, hey, you know what? I got to get on board on some of these 2099 stuff. So got a hold of the Doom one and the X-Men one. Me too. This, Me too. Yeah. And some of the other universe. I can't remember how far I started reading into it before I stopped because, you know, the, the pile gets high. You stop? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like Devin said, just this. <laughs> I have more breath. I'm, I'm good. Okay. Go You're done? Yes. No? Okay. I'm good. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, now I'm really done. <laughs> I think this was I found a, another box of Christmas tree cakes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was gonna do something, but I, I saw Jared's eyes, and I was like, I'm gonna let this go to a Jared has played. I'll <laughs> oh. be good. Well, I'll be good. You know, I, I really in, like this issue that you gave us because the first two issues kind of wraps it up and gives you some quick adventure at the end uh, on what's happening with Spider-Man 2099 and as Delvin mentioned is too just the artwork in it with that costume there's lots of different Spider-Man poses I'm gonna say that are in here that you know yep that's a Spider-Man pose the way he clings to a wall the way he jumps and attacks and all that it's really cool and I like I kind of like the venture guy 
I think he's kind of a, a neat character as well, too. Agreed, agreed. You can also find him in most 1980s malls. Yeah. Wait, you guys didn't have a venture store? <laughs> oh, I get it. I didn't venture out to that part of the mall. <laughs> <laughs> I was venturous. I was more, I stayed okay, at Casual so, Mail. <laughs> I like to shop at Casual okay. Mail. <laughs> <laughs> the script says we should pass it to Jared eventually, but I'm going to pass it back to Pat and Delvin because they seem to like <laughs> it. <laughs> Yay! Let's go get some more of those brownies, let Pat finish. You know what? I'll just take it from here. This be my first true dive into Spider-Man 2099. So I might have read one or two here or there. Actually, bizarrely, the most issues of 2099 I've read have been in the Doom series, and I kind of like it, by the way. But, okay, let's do a little highs and lows. The low, I thought Venture was kind of generic, actually. He didn't do it for me, but he serviced the plot. I'm sorry, it's just... I, I, this is coming from a guy who likes Rocket Racer and yeah. Stagron. Come <laughs> Hell on. yeah, they're interesting and exciting. Freaking talking dinosaur, man. That is cool. I mean, I just want you to think for just a second. We're going to get off topic, but follow me on this, guys. Imagine a Spidey super villain team like Sinister Six made up of Stegron, Rocket Racer, Big Wheel, and the Ghost of Hammerhead. Roll that around in your head for a little while. That'd be sweet. Anyway. Something's been on my mind. He brought up Stegron. Anyways, back to this. this uh, the superior silly I'm- foes of Spider-Man. <laughs> 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 the big bad B-listers. Anyways, back to this book. Uh, I, I'm not saying I dislike Venture. I just thought he was just serviceable for the story. But, you know, it's one issue. So I, there may be more build here. I'm definitely more interested in what's going on and his being uh, Miguel's private life with his brother and his boss. And he's got these powers. And it's, it's a good, good story. And let's hit the high is Rick Leonardi. The man is awesome. He's a genius. And you team up with Peter David, who's always good. I'm definitely interested in reading more. We'll we'll talk about that when we get to Candy Canes. Jason. All you do is strive in circles. <laughs> oh, you're doing the live action <laughs> bit of the super team. <laughs> anyway, in all seriousness. Yeah, I stated at the beginning that I actively avoided reading the 29 9 2099 titles. 2099 titles. I thought they were gimmicky. I wasn't going to give them my money. And to this very day, or up to this very day, I had never read not one 2099 title. And so I was absolutely wrong. This was fantastic. You guys hit the nail on the head about Peter David. We don't need to extol him anymore, but I will. What he does, I think, better than anybody else or most anybody else in the business is he is able to take, in this case, what could be a generic story to like, these are my powers. You know, I got these talony things. I can climb walls. I can shoot webs. But the way he unveils it is just masterful. He puts him in the middle of the action. He's learning his powers while he's fighting Venture. He doesn't understand his own powers. And so we're kind of taken on this exciting chase and kind of learn as we go. And I just thought that was a page turner. So props there. Uh, We talked about the costume. Agree 110%. The only thing that I'll add is I love the background, the city, the whole environment that they were chasing around in. It had to me like a Blade Runner feel to it. Mm Mm-hmm. So all in all, I think that, yeah, this really exceeded my expectations and look for a high score for me. 
47 candy canes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I only have 12. I can only give you 12. Well, now it's time to rate your interest in the series using the official Crusademus candy cane scale. Why do we have to stick the official one? But okay, whatever. What the Crusaders don't know is I replaced all their candy canes with candy cane flavored creamer for my coffee. <laughs> so on a scale of 1 to 12 candy canes, or candy cane flavored creamers, 12 being extremely interested, not in the 90s extreme interest, by the way. Extreme! One being, <laughs> yes, 12 being extremely interested and 1 being no interest at all. How many candy canes would you rate your interest in pursuing more issues of this title? Let's start with Cremudgeon Jared. Mmm. I like my candy cane solid form, not liquid form. I don't know what this creamer's all about. It's like baked pins, except... What the hell is this? (laughs) But on a scale of 1 to 12, well, I break it down in this way. I break it down to Mario, Luigi, Princess, and Toad. Those are my four topics. You got the right version. You got the right version. I'm a tired. Anyways, let me cut to the chase. I would give this title nine candy canes. I think it's very good. I would give it 75% of my candy canes. I would be more than happy to snag it out of 50 cent bins. And I will pass it to Delvin. Ah, Well, I have them already. And if I have them already and... I haven't wanted to get rid of them, like, say, you know, it ended in chapter one, as opposed to, you know, ending in 2099. So that's a good thing. It's a great thing. Uh, And I remember fond things from the series. I have uh, marked out any time that Spider-Man 2099 has appeared in Amazing Spider-Man, which he has several times, just recently, uh, this year, actually. Uh, so I'm at 11 candy canes. I loved this uh, romp back in the past. It was very good. I would happily look through this again in my collection. So it gets very high marks for me. I will pass it to Jason. Did he give a number? I said 11. 11. I, I spaced out. I'm sorry. Gary. Huh? Focus. <laughs> ah, focus. That's what I was thinking. As I'm, as I'm. <laughs> look at me. Look at me. Oh, sorry. Don't okay. Look at me. Is the summary over or is it not over? It's not over. <laughs> not over yet. <laughs> I'm going. Me. Okay, Jason's gone. All right. Break it down. All right. So we're back. Humor, heart, spectacle, art. Humor, I think that's the weakest element here. I had a little bit of humor in there. I'm giving it a one. Heart, I'm giving it a three. I'm giving it a three. All up to a three. I, I think that there's obviously a lot going on here. There's a lot of relationships I'm interested in between he and his brother. And so, I, yeah, three's three for me. Spectacle, three. Absolutely. That thing was a page turner. And art, that's a, that's a three, man. That is, yeah, yeah, Jared, Jared's going five, six, seven. Uh, <laughs> three's as far, as far as I could go. So doing the math there, it's three, six, nine, ten. We're going to bump it up one because Clinton's been such a great sport with us, putting up with our tomfoolery. So 11 candy canes for me. Ooh. And I am definitely the screwed. Well, we'll find out. Yeah. Let's find out. <laughs> you got you got a screw. Well, we all know who you are. So <laughs> Go ahead, Pat. Take us home. I love you, buddy. I love you too, man. I love you. That's so why I got you a flag for Christmas. <laughs> what? <laughs> I can't wait. How many flag points did the flag come with? <laughs> a million. I will tell you when we open it up. <laughs> <laughs> 
here's the story I'm going to tell you guys. So sit back and relax. Have some coffee with the creamer in it. Got this candy cane shaped creamer. Yep. Everybody take a swig. Mm, that candy cane goodness in there. Like I said, I've, I have a copy of this issue. I've actually, when I started reading it last year, as I was going through Half Price Books, they're nice enough to put packets together of comics and then they sell them really cheap. And I saw Spider-Man 2099 there and I picked up that pack as well. And I believe it's not quite the full run, but close to it. So I do have just about the full run on this, like Delvin. And so I'm going to give this an 11 as well, too. So I saw it. I picked it up. I wanted to kind of read more. And I'm I'm definitely interested in the 2099 universe. You picked it up from the Packet Man? Mm Mm-hmm. The Packet Man. 20, 40, 60, 80, 100, schmoove. Mm Mm-hmm. These digital underground jokes doing anything for anybody besides me? Sex packets. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Pat. Okay. <laughs> do what you like. You know, just do what you like. <laughs> do what you like. Did you pick it up before or after you read this Crusade this issue? Oh, it was way before this. Okay. Yeah, definitely. So I'm giving it an 11. 11 candy canes. Nice. Or 11 candy cane creamers. To know that that's the highest number of candy canes this far into Crusade, Miss. So yeah. I'll just give <laughs> a, a, bar you know, a little bit of a recommend. <laughs> yeah. I'll give a little bit of a recommendation before we just peter on out here. The original series, as well as the follow-ups, have had trade collections released, but pretty much everything's on Marvel Unlimited except for the last few issues of the series. So it's all pretty accessible. I highly recommend checking out more of this book, especially the first 12 issues or so, to get a true feel for Miguel's life both in and out of costume, as well as the other books in the 2099 Storyverse. I know we've highlighted Doom. It was also a personal favorite, so you can't go wrong. If you're looking to see how Miguel functions with another team, or with a team at all, actually, you can go over to the Exile series from the late 90s, early 2000s. He's there from issue 75 until the end of the series, right around 100. You had another line written. Those are <laughs> Yeah, we're more. waiting for it. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Those are honestly some of my favorite stories with the character. I didn't realize that he was in Exiles. I think I fell off the book uh, before he must have come on. But now I'm interested to go back, maybe close out that Exiles run I got. You know, this is a character that is kind of stands out. I would compare him on the DC side to Batman Beyond. Yeah, I yeah, that, that makes you sense. know, yeah. did that totally makes sense. Yeah. And I can certainly recommend the video game Edge of Time. I played it. I beat it. It was excellent. So if you want to play as Spider-Man 2099, go for it. And that is going to wrap up day one of the 12 Days of Crusademus. We'd love to hear from you if you're familiar with any of the comics we cover here on the show. Or if you give one of our recommendations a try. If you try Spider-Man 2099 because of this program, we want to hear from you. And we want to know what you think about it. You can catch up with us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Longbox Crusade. Or you can email us directly at contact at longboxcrusade.com. Now, if you want to hear more from our constantly caffeinated special guest, where can they find you on those interwebs? Interwebs? Well, there's sure a lot of spider webs down here in the basement. But really, if anybody wants to hear more from me, they can stay right here on the Longbox Crusade Network feed and listen to my show, Fan Film Fridays, where I don't have spikes on a randomizer, but I and a guest do meet up somehow and talk about various online fan films, ranging from different takes on superheroes, Transformers, video games, Star Wars, and more. 
I also do another show off my own feed called the Coffee and Comics Podcast, where I look at a comic or other related media, usually in the span of time it takes to have a nice little coffee break. I'm also available on Twitter at either Fridays underscore fan or Coffee Comics BLG. But I'm totally free in the basement right now. Right, right. Don't have to go back to the basement. Right, guys? Well, Clinton, we need to get the decorations out and get the studio ready. So, you know, we keep stuff down there. We're going to have to have you go down, grab some of the boxes Mm -hmm. and pass them up to us. Pass them up. Don't bring them up. Yeah, just pass and don't worry, we are totally not going to shut the door and lock you in. No, no, we'll we wouldn't do that. do that. No, and we wouldn't do that. Got better food than that. If you're quiet over the next mm, ten more days, we may let you back up for the twelfth. Well, we'll see. What do you mean? We're going to let him back up after he like, gives gives us the boxes? <laughs> Just yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Yes, right. Totally, what we're going to do? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I hope you're getting see, a real I good feeling. Yeah, I, I knew I could have faith in you guys. No, no trickery here. Well, if you're loving Crusadus and loving Kevin Clinton in the basement, and you didn't get a Wait, chance, what? yeah, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> sorry. If you like this Crusadus thing, you didn't get a chance to listen last year, and you want to hear some more Crusadus, just scroll back on our feed. You can find episodes from Crusadus, Crusadus past. Yes. Like 2019, 2018, or even 2017 when we kicked this whole thing off with just the four of us. If you're digging that, scroll on back and find those episodes. We'll be. It is your them. own personal crusade, Miss Quantum Accelerator. You back in time. <laughs> back in time. And uh, I'll let you close this out for us, Clinton. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Be sure to come back tomorrow to find out what the next GIF is under the tree here in the festively decorated Longbox Crusade Studios. I even have a small tree made of gum wrappers and paper clips down in the basement. Oh, we need those paper clips back. Aww. <laughs> you didn't use my blackjack gum, did you? Uh, no. <laughs> Clinton! <laughs> it, it's double mint, I swear. <clears throat> so until then, DJ Cristados, play one of my favorite Christmas jams.
songs, song clips, and characters discussed are copyright of their respective copyright holders, and no infringement is intended. We are just fans that like to share our love of comics. Outtakes. How you doing, Pat? I'm doing all right. You guys? I never admitted of it. Touch that dial. Turn it on. Stealth and take it. Shoot me like a rocket. Oh, it's good to see Clinton.
actually video. Look at that. Yeah. He's down in the basement. Yeah, I I actually exist. Yeah, the basement looks good. Somebody run down to the basement and give me that X-Men poster. What's that doing down there? <laughs> it's down here with a bunch of Sky Strikers, a couple of USS flags. Excuse me while I move Somebody's these. Cobra Law 3-pack that he said he doesn't want. I love the Cobra, Cobra Law. Who the Cobra Law? Y'all let me know when I'm supposed to start this thing. Are we doing which the 12 Days doing? of Crusadeness? And is Clinton staying for... Um, which one we do it first, I guess is what I'm saying. 12 Days and then Clinton's option. All right. Clinton, if you stick around, don't f*** around because I got to edit this. Sweet, sweet irony. In that case. <laughs> everybody everybody, behave yourself. Good opportunity to light up my D's nuts candle. <laughs> You can tell the ones that I edit because I try not to talk so much. <laughs> God, I gotta edit myself. Yes. Valid point. <laughs> you know what you should do is take like a lighter and singe the Ooh, edges. Yeah. I like that. That's a good idea, Jason. Jason comes up, gets like one good idea every six months, and this was it. So, there's like a burn hole somewhere in the middle. See you in July. Like a burn hole somewhere in the middle or off to the side somewhere. Burn hole somewhere in the middle is just funny. It just sounds funny to me. Yeah. Burn know. hole. Burn hole. Somewhere in the you middle. Hit me in my burn hole. <laughs> You're right in the burn hole. Spider Man 2099. Yeah, I gotta do it again because Dylan talked over you. Sorry, my bad. I'll be oh, quiet. No. You're no better than the guest like I'm like Dean Martin, dude. I am one take. I need to be quiet. <laughs> one and done, baby. Look, I, uh, look, I mean, I'll just stop right now. I'm going to continue. Talk. Oh. <laughs>